This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud in depth. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In front beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. God bless you, family. Praise the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. This is Solid Talk, speaking out loud in depth. God is good. He is worthy to be praised. Man, family, and I just want to come on here and talk about something constructive this evening. I want to just really um, kind of recognize seasons, recognize the season that I'm in, recognize the season um, of what people need in this particular season. And one thing that has really been on my mind lately is just the idea of uh, bringing more value and bringing more content as it relates to Christian living, for lack of a better word, right? The life of a believer, because I can get on here and talk about current events, and we'll do that from time to time, but y'all should know by now, I really get tired of talking about that. I really don't like it, and so I just want to kind of talk about things more constructive, things more specific to the faith, Um, Even when we do the current events, it's kind of like a spiritual outlook on what's happening in the world. But um, I just want to talk about some of the things of God. You know what I mean? Let's just love on God a little bit. Let's let's glean from one another. And so I want to kind of ask the question this evening. How do you know your purpose and your calling? Right. How do you discover what it is that God has for you? How do you recognize the voice of God? And what it is that he's actually assigning us or calling us to do. And so we're having an open discussion tonight. And and by the way, anybody can hijack this conversation at any time with any topic if you want. Um, But I really just kind of want to talk about opening gifts and discovering purpose, opening gifts and discovering purpose. One of my pastors once told me, Pastor uh, William H. Gibbs, he's passed away. Um. But he said, the gifts of God are just like gifts. Some of them take longer to open than others, right? And so basically what he was saying was there may be a multitude of things that God might ask us to do, call us to do. um, But depending on you walking in that particular gift depends on a lot of factors, What is the gift? How long does it take to open that gift, to discover that gift, to learn how to use that gift? And so I'm kind of in a season right now where I'm starting to see, uh, and I'm using this word spiritually, not new agely, (laughs) um, the manifestation of things that God has assigned in my life and I'm witnessing it real time. And I can feel that I'm in a season of transition. I'm not sure if any of you have ever been in a season of transition where you could recognize it, but but I can feel it, you know, even as it relates to the TMM ministry, the uh, this channel and all of that. It's a lot of times where I'm just like, you know, Lord, I I feel like they've heard everything like I feel like we didn't cover the entire Bible. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm willing to uh, to move on. But whenever I say that the Lord gives me a word, he gives me a message. And so I'm just being obedient. I'm being obedient to the voice of God. I'm being obedient to um, the 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 what I believe is the the instruction of God, right? Um, but even in that, I can also feel that there's transition. And I remember I went to a church service one time. It was actually a church by um, right up the street from me called All Nations DC. 
I was just visiting and it was uh, J.J. Harrison. He's a gospel artist, but he's also a pastor, I guess, him and his wife. And so I visited their church. And um, one of the things he said that bore witness with my spirit was he was speaking about dead things and how God is going to resurrect them. And immediately, you know, I thought of TMM. I thought of this this channel because I don't get the traction. I don't get the viewership and all of that. And I pretty much don't let it get to me that much. But <laughs> there's a lot of psychological stuff that that can occur when you're a YouTuber, especially if you didn't necessarily set out to be in this space or maybe you set out to be in this space and you didn't really know what it entailed. Right. And so there's a, there's a lot of feelings that come with it. You know, sometimes I feel like a has been. <laughs> sometimes I feel like a failure. Sometimes I feel like a one hit wonder. You know what I mean? It's all these different type of emotions that can come with it. But you've just got to keep your hand to the plow and just hear from God. Right. And so I was thinking about that whole thing of like dead things being resurrected. And um, I noticed that I had pictured it in one way. Right. I, I had an idea of, of what that meant, but it's starting to resonate with me that that might mean something different. Right. That might not necessarily look like what I expected it to look like. And that's what I want to talk about a little bit tonight. I'm going to go ahead and open up the line early um, and just throw a question out there real quick. The number, the lighting is not allowing you to see it, but it's 202 738 Let me make sure that I got everything I need to have open up in the event that someone does call. But um, what I'm starting to realize is that the resurrection of TMM that I was expecting may not come in the form that I was expecting it to happen, right? And so I'm expecting, you know, uh, primarily our main function here is on the channel. Occasionally we do outreach. We haven't done that in quite some time. We need to get back to it immediately. Um, but we had a good, a nice little rhythm going of outreaches. We were going out like every month for, for a short period there before the pandemic. And so, but now... I'm starting to realize some of the things that God is having me to walk in. And so I just want to share my experience with you for anybody who is looking to understand how does God speak? How does God move? How does God communicate? And how does God empower us to walk in the things that he wants us to walk in? And so I'm going to tell a couple of stories. Some of these you might have heard, so I'm going to make them pretty quick. And by the way, anyone who wants to call in and share you know, um, how God has called you to walk in your gifting or your calling or your purpose, feel free, 202-738-1686. I believe that we should be up and running if someone dials that number. <laughs> Glory to the Lamb of God. <laughs> These technical difficulties got me shook. I ain't even going to go a lot of y'all. It's like it got me a little bit shook. But um, what I'll say is am I previous church home it's called vision impact center they've now i believe changed their name to vision impact global right here in the dc area uh temple hills um y'all can follow them on facebook visit them very loving church very community oriented church but one day i went up for prayer and the pastor of that church pastor willie he began to prophesy over me 
And at the time, what he said made pretty much no sense at all. I did have the YouTube channel, but I didn't really think of the YouTube channel as anything other than just the YouTube channel. And this is probably back in like, let's say 2018, 2017, somewhere in that time period. And so he prophesied to me and he, he says, I'm saying that God is going to have you own your own production studio. And I'm not sure if I shared this with y'all or not, because, you know, you can't share anything, everything with everybody. Right. But I feel like in this season, you know, I'm released a little bit to share it. And at the time, it really didn't make sense. Right. You know, I'm like, what, what are you talking about? Like what Tyler Perry type stuff or what? <laughs> but he was just and I didn't ask him that I was up there receiving prayer. You know, I got my head down. And, but in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, and I'm not thinking that it's false. I'm just like trying to understand where where is this even coming from? And so he's saying you're going to own your own production studio. And so I said, cool. You know, I made note of it. Uh, I probably prayed about it, said, Lord, whatever that was, you know, you do your thing. <laughs> and I guess when I'm on board, I'll just I'll do my my end of the bargain and we should be good. And so over time, what ended up happening was I don't think I had this studio set up at the time. I can't remember. But eventually I started um, accumulating this studio setup that you see here, which is not much, but for right now it's functional, right? And before I knew it, maybe like a year or two later, I kind of looked up and I was like, I kind of have a production studio. And to be quite honest with you, I don't even necessarily think that that this is the culmination of that prophecy. You know, I feel like this is what you see here is just the inception of that prophecy. I feel like eventually I'm going to probably move out, have my own building, a dedicated building for that or a dedicated church where we have a space for that as well. But the thing about it is like at that time it was out of left field. And so that's the first thing I want to say is that some of the things that God would have you to do, glory to the Lamb of God, some of the things that God would have you to do uh, may not make sense right away. Sometimes he may treat you like Abraham and just say, come leave your father's house and go into a land, right, which I will show you, which I've shown you. And then as you begin to walk in that, that's when God will give you a little more piece of the puzzle. You see, one thing I had to learn about myself and one thing I had to realize is that uh, the type of person I am and also where I was in my walk early in my walk, certain things God might not be able to give me the full picture. And he does this for our own benefit because God told me some stuff ministry wise. Like when I first got saved and I first kind of had this YouTube channel going, you know, God told me some things ministry wise that I would be doing. Right. And I believe at that time what he had told me. I basically was assuming that it was going to happen right then. And so I was like rounding up people trying to get stuff going and like basically trying to start a church immediately. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, what happened was it didn't really it didn't really culminate the way that I thought it was. It didn't really happen the way and in the timing that I thought it was. And in hindsight, what I had to realize is that God was showing me something, but it was later on down the line. But I was trying to walk in it like it was immediate. And so it's not a bad thing to be zealous. We should definitely be zealous. Uh, we should definitely um, 
you know, lean on the Lord and be prayerful. And it might be some things that he might tell you to do right away. But I had to learn in that, like some things when the Lord gives it to me, he's going to have to give it to me in sections because it's like you give me the whole thing. I'm assume that you want the whole thing. And so that happened. Right. I received that prophecy from from my pastor at the time. And the thing about that is. This is the importance of being around believers. This is the importance of fellowship because God uses other saints to speak into your life. There's certain things that people can prophesy to you, right? There's certain things that God is going to reveal that we got to hear through someone else. I'll tell you what. Um, as a matter of fact, I just thought of another another example of how God had given me a gift and, and, and told me how to walk in my purpose. I remember I was at an event. It was actually Sister Nicole. She was moving to another state at the time. I think she was moving to Georgia. And they had a going away party. And I was there and I met some of her other friends that I hadn't met yet. And at the time I had this channel, but I wasn't doing live streams or anything like that. I didn't have solid talk. I didn't have the, the weekly Bible studies. I was just kind of doing, uh, you know, pre-recorded five to 15 minute exhortation encouragement videos. And so when I was at Nicole's function, this uh, young lady prophesied to me we were just sitting around talking and she like she looked at me and was like randomly we were we were talking about something completely different music i'm not even sure if other people even heard it but she said the lord is saying it's time for you to start your um um it's time for you to uh basically like start your uh let's just call it a podcast i don't think that's the word she used but it was like a podcast. And then I received another prophecy from a girl on Facebook who I kind of knew like on social media, but I never met her in real life. And we didn't even talk that much. But she messaged me one time. It was like the Lord is saying it's time for you to start your radio show. And she said radio show. But I think she was referring to Solid Talk, which ultimately ended up being a podcast. And so all of these things happen. And I make mental notes of all of it. You know, that's that's all you do is when you receive something, you don't just always take it at face value. But we who are spiritual, we know when something bears witness with our spirit and we take it to God in prayer. In the same manner, we know when something just completely doesn't jive with you at all. And you like that one God at all. And then we can reject that. But I had peace about these things because as the scripture says, the wisdom of God, it says that it's first peaceable, if I'm not mistaken says that it's first peaceable, right? And so when there's something that comes from the Lord, a lot of times it's going to be peaceable. You're going to have a peace about it. Y'all know I'm looking for that scripture. <laughs> Glory to the Lamb of God. James chapter 3, verse 17. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. See, that's why we got to look it up. Is first pure then peaceable, then gentle, glory to the Lamb of God, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Glory to the Lamb of God. And so it's first pure, right? So that message that you're going to get is going to be pure. It's not going to agitate you. And then because it is pure, it's going to be peaceable. And so I had peace about those prophecies. Right. And I thank the Lord for using those folks. And so I began to walk in that, you know, one day I was just in the house and 
I think YouTube had started live, but I hadn't really dabbled with it too much. I really wasn't thinking too much about it. And I kept getting this unction to just go on live, just 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 go live, just go live, go live. And so I was like, all right, I, I guess I'm supposed to go live. <laughs> and so I went live on YouTube. I made a video. It just said, what's up? You know, and then the video, I basically just kind of said, I feel like the Lord is, is telling me to go live. I don't know why, but I'm on here. You know, what's up? <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's pretty much what it was. And so from then on, you know, I began to walk in the podcast space. And so so I say all of that to say it's important for us to be around other saints because God uses other saints to strengthen us, to edify us, to encourage us. Um, you might be feeling down about something you already know. And God will, will tell that person, hey, that thing you did, that encouraged me. It's a lot of times where I be thinking about like like I was actually thinking about deleting or or at least unlisting every video prior to like 2003 at one point this year. And it's like as soon as I was about to do that, somebody commented on an old video and they were just like something this really blessed me da 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 da. <laughs> and then I was like Wow, you know what I mean? Uh, good, because I was about you was about to not even have been able to have seen that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's all of these different type of ways that God works, but we have to just be attentive to what it is that that He's saying. We have to be around the saints. And so another thing that I did, and by the way, God bless everybody joining in. If you got any questions or comments about any of this, just go ahead and chime in. Um, you can do the comments so if you want to share a story about how you were able to discover and walk in your calling you can call in as well 202-738-1686 we don't have to get that font changed but i'm not gonna mess with it too much right now i don't want to break anything <laughs> but um the other thing too is i really begin to seek the lord about my calling this was probably back in about 2018 and I went on a three-day fast because I was desperate. I was desperate. Let me say one thought before this leaves my mind. Um, I'll probably come back to it, but I just want to say it right now. Even though the, 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 the assignment or the gifting or the purpose that God gives you might not make sense to you, if it's from God, you have to approach that thing as if it does make sense. You have to, as the Bible says, call those things that be not as though they are. And I had to convict myself. I had to uh, rebuke myself recently because there are a lot of things that I have been speaking over my life that really um, are not conducive to what it is that the Lord is having me to do. So, for example, I might say something like, Man, I hate paperwork or I'm not good at, at 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 like, you know, business or I'm not good at administrative stuff. Th these are things that I will always say, like, I'm horrible at administrative stuff. I hate paperwork. I hate all of that. And then I guess maybe the Holy Spirit or somebody convicted me and it was just like, don't speak those things over your life. Even if you are not physically good at it right now, if the Lord has called you into something right, you have to walk in that space and really call those things that be not as though they are call those things that be not that means at this particular moment it might not be that way right 
but the Lord is still instructing us to call it as though it was. And so there's a purpose in him having us to call it as though it is, as though it was, right? Because ultimately, we have to speak life into whatever it is that God is assigning us to do. Jesus said, my words, they are spirit and they are life. The Bible says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. And I'm not going to get new age with this. But what I am saying is that it's important what it is that we say, how it is that we approach. And so I guess I don't know who's keeping track, but maybe number two is that we have to, and I hate to be so cliche, speak life into those things that God is calling us into right? You got to be optimistic. You can't focus on how it looks in the natural. You have to have faith. If I was focused on how things looked in the natural, <laughs> I wouldn't even be on this live stream right now. I say, you know what, Lord? Viewership is down. We done taught the whole Bible by now. You know, this, this is what it is. It's time to move into something new or it's time to call it quits. But I, I can't do that. I have to come into agreement with what God is saying. Do we agree with what God is saying? That's the question we got to ask in order for anything to be successful. A purpose, a, a gifting, a business, a marriage, a job. We have to we have to have faith, right? That's what this whole thing is about. If 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 God was calling us into something that didn't require faith, he might as well not even be in it. Because the scripture says Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so whatever it is that he calls you to do, right? You know, we're talking about like gifting and purpose. Of course, we got spiritual gifts. That's that's um, kind of another discussion. But at the same time, it kind of isn't because even in your spiritual gifting, you can use your spiritual gift in other avenues that can still glorify God. You have a gift of wisdom. You can use that in your workplace, in your business, and still glorify God. And so it's all interconnected. But we got to have faith because without faith, it's impossible to please God, right? And so he's going to give us something that's greater than us. Because greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. And so it's got to be something that is greater than us in order for God to be glorified. And that's the reason why we cannot be intimidated. Number three, I don't know what number more. <laughs> we cannot be intimidated because, yes, Goliath is bigger than is is bigger than us. But God is bigger than Goliath. And if we're using our strength then, yeah, we probably will lose to Goliath. But if we're using the power that lies with us, the Bible says the same power that raised Christ from the dead is the same power that lives within you. We have that same power. That's resurrection power. And so why should we look at anything and feel like God can't do it? You know what the prophet told his 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 servant? He said, Open up his eyes that he may see. Because he was looking at it in the natural and he said, Lord, you got to allow him to see this thing in the spiritual. And so I feel this transition thing happening. I'm, I'm, I'm moving into this space of um, entrepreneurship. Right. And there's some intimidation about it. But let me let me let me continue to walk this thing as to how I even got to this point. Glory to the Lamb of God. And so. Basically, um, 
in 2018, 2019, I think it was like 2018, I went on a dry fast for three days. No food, no water, by the grace of God. On the third day of my fast, I was coming back from work, as I always do. I was at Addison Road Metro Station. I see a guy, or rather, it's better stated, the guy sees me. And he says, hey, are you a Christian? And I said, yeah. So he comes up to me and he begins to prophesy over my life. He says, the Lord, he told me three things. I don't know if I can share all of them. Really, the y'all that's on here now, I could share with y'all, but you never know who's watching. <laughs> uh, but he told me three things, right? Uh, some Two of them, y'all could probably guess. But one of them was a strong musical anointing. He said that I, I had a strong musical anointing, which at the time made no sense at all. The only little bit of sense that it made was up until that point, I had a couple dreams of me playing some instruments. So I had this dream that I was playing the piano. Um, the young man at my old church, Vision Impact Center, um, he plays the piano there. In the dream, he was teaching me the piano. Cool. And then I had another dream where I was playing the acoustic guitar. So, uh... I told the guy who prophesied to me, I was like, you know, the first two make a lot of sense, but <laughs> that last one, I don't know, bro, maybe you had some uh, some cheese pizza last night and, you know, ain't got it out your system yet. Um, but I received it and I just prayed about it and I went out and I bought a keyboard, that same keyboard that I used to see sitting back here. I let brother Nate borrow. He's supposed to be learning. He, he going to give it back to me in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think both of us discovered the hard way. It ain't as easy as it looks. Um, and that's what happened. I got the keyboard. I thought the Lord was going to supernaturally anoint me. I thought I was going to be playing by ear. I thought I was going to be in, in somebody's church on the keyboard, or on the organ, doing hymnals. I didn't know what I expected. But what I do know is I got on YouTube and I was having trouble with Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. <laughs> I'm like one finger, you know what I mean? And I could, I could, my right hand was okay. But that left hand was like was really throwing me off. Like my brain is just like hard to maneuver the left hand that fast. So the keyboard became a nice decoration for my YouTube background. You know what I mean? I, it got some use. Brother Nate is using it. But shortly after that is when the Lord started giving me songs. Right? He started giving me uh, lyrics to songs and. The first one he gave me, I didn't even recognize it as a song. I thought it was, I didn't know what it was. I just thought it was some spoken word project. And then after that, he gave me another song. And I was like, okay, this is like flat out a song. And then I found a beat on YouTube because I was like, I got a song. I need a beat to go with this song. I wrote it in like a day. And I was like, I need a beat. I was at work. I was like, I need a beat to go with this song. And um, I went on YouTube. I didn't even know where to find beats. And I found this YouTube free beat called um, Heaven or Hell. And it just so happened that that beat called Heaven or Hell fit the exact same song that the Lord had given me. I haven't even um, released that song yet, actually. Wait, did I? No, that one, uh, The House Always Wins. Was it? Mm. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I think that was The House Always Wins, right? And so I did release that on my uh, second and last project called double portion um uh i got so many uh i got so many projects i'm forgetting the name of them the last one was called the overflow the second one was called double portion the alter ego there we go 
<laughs> Glory to Lamb of God. I'm gonna be like Tupac. If I die, y'all gonna find a bunch of songs that's just unreleased. Y'all gonna be like, is he still alive? <laughs> Glory to God. But um, yeah, so he gave me that song. I was like, okay, this is a song. And then I, it hit me that he was calling me into this music space. And so that's the other thing you can do is that you can fast. I'm not saying that you gotta do a three-day dry fast like I did, but God wasn't looking at the action of what I was doing. He was looking at the desperation and the sacrifice. I heard somebody say it was, I believe it was Sister Beverly. She said the first fast she did, she just didn't watch TV for like, I don't know, a few hours, like several hours out of the day. Cause back then she was like a super baby Christian and she just watched TV all day, I guess. And she was like, I'm gonna just fast and put away TV. But she was dedicated to it and she was intentional about it. So it's not always the actual action of the fast that you do. That does help a lot because <laughs> you're literally crucifying your flesh and so when you're doing that, your spirit becomes way more powerful. You become way more fine tuned to the things of the spirit. You become like a like a tuned up instrument. You know, it's like you're able to hear and be heard by God even more because you have just died to your flesh so much. But even outside of that, God is still going to reward just the intent and the motive of your heart as it relates to the fast. But, you know, for what is worth. I did that fast and I received those three things that he told me that I would do. And I'm walking in one of them. I'm still waiting on the other two. <laughs> Glory to God. But I think that has more to do with me than it does the Lord. And I spoke about this a little bit at Bible study by the grace of God um, about how my hotel room was 928. And when I got off the elevator, I got off the elevator and I went right. And I kept going and kept going and kept going. And uh, I saw this housekeeper and she was like, you checking? What room are you checking out of? I said, no, I'm checking in. And she said, oh, what room number are you? And I said, 928. And she was like, you took the long way. She said, your room is right by the elevator. You could have got out and just went that way and you would have been there. And even though that might have seemed insignificant, I know that what what was being said to me in that moment is that there's some area of delay that I'm dealing in, right? There's, there's something that's causing delay and it's, it's not anything external. It's something that I'm doing. And I'm sure I got some ideas of what that is. You know, brother Greg get on here every Thursday, teach Bible study and preach to himself. But what it, what it kind of taught me is that I need to, I need to get on board. You know what I mean? And so that's a part of it. And that's a part of this transition that I'm in. You can feel when you're in transition, when you're growing, a child who's growing, he's wearing his shoes, his shoes start to hurt because his feet are getting bigger. Your teeth, your tooth fall out because you're about to get some new teeth. Your clothes don't fit as much because you're still growing. You had a growth spurt. You know, I used to mentor. I see the, the boys come, uh, go away for the, uh, the summer. We start the program up the next school year. A couple of them came back like five inches taller. <laughs> it just in the span of a summer. And so spiritually imagine what God can do in a short period of time. 
Imagine what God can do where you feel like, man, Lord, I'm so behind. I'm so this and that. Uh, oh, I made a wrong turn. Oh, Lord, I, I took the long way. Oh, this thing set me back. And you'd be like one of them, one of them boys I used to teach. They was ages 9 to 15. One of them uh, 13, 14-year-old boys coming in from the summer. He was this, this tall. Now, all of a sudden, he this tall. And you sitting there like, dude, you keep going. You're going to be taller than me. And so why are we putting limitations on ourselves? Why are we putting time limits on ourselves? Why are we doing anything that would disparage the power of God in our lives? Right. We have so much power and favor that comes simply from having a relationship with the Lord. Simply because of that. And he wants us to prosper, right? And so in this season, I'm kind of moving into that original prophecy I told you about, uh, the studio thing. And I've been getting a lot of photography gigs lately. That's not my my main cup of tea. I prefer videography, but more people seem to like photography than videography. And so I got, I've been getting some gigs lately. And the thing is, I don't even advertise. I don't even put myself out there for gigs. But the word of God says that a man's gift shall make room for him and bring him before great men. And so, yes, we should advertise. Yes, there's a whole bunch of stuff we got to do. But what I'm learning is that when it's time for you to move, God is going to move you. You just got to make sure that you're in position. This last gig that I got. They asked to see a portfolio and I knew they would see a portfolio for whatever reason. I waited till the last minute. So I had to throw together a portfolio. Um, I had a bunch of material. I just didn't have the material concentrated in a place. And I didn't have a dedicated website because I was still trying to figure out the name. And so tentatively right now, uh, we're going to have th this is very subject to change. So just as a matter of fact, y'all let me know your opinion on this, because I've been asking almost every friend I know for some feedback. So y'all can give me your feedback. Um, <clears throat> so TMM as a ministry. Right. Um, originally, when God gave me TMM, I thought it would be like a YouTube thing. And I thought that it would be uh, basically a church eventually. And. Over time, what I realized is that, at least for now, God is going to use other avenues to spread the gospel, such as the music, such as some of the short films that will be coming out. Hopefully, we'll get one done before the year is up. But things like cinema, things like film and media, he's going to be using those. And so I had to get myself out of the box of what I saw ministry to be. That's the other thing. Don't box yourself in. Yeah, I know uh, one of the one of the things that Pastor Gary Price preached that was a life changing message to me and that it was called. Um, Lord, have mercy. Uh, it's it's going to come to me in a minute. But he said, if the devil can define you, he can confine you to bind you. And he basically was talking about how when we place definition over our lives or we speak too much definition over our lives, it prevents us from being abstract. It prevents us from being able to ebb and flow and to be malleable and flexible and used by God in a way that might not be in our carnal mind. And so the limitations and the boxes, those are all constructs of the carnal mind. 
But the spiritual mind, right, that's something where all things are possible. The Bible says with God, all things are possible. So if all things are possible spiritually, there are no limitations in my spiritual mind about what God can do, because his word literally says with God, all things are possible. And so I'm moving into this space now. As it stands for now, we're going to have TMM Ministries, which is going to be, you know, like the Bible study type stuff, maybe one day the church type stuff. And then we're going to have TMM Productions, which is going to be centered around film and media and portraits. Now, where it kind of gets a little dicey is with TMM Productions, I will basically not only be producing out of the TMM ministry, but I will also be offering services for other people. So, for example, the event that I did earlier today, by the grace of God, uh, Brother Nate's pastor, Bishop Way and Mother Way celebrated 50 years of marriage, which is an amazing thing. Right. And, you know, they got me to do that gig. And so, um, you know, I'll be doing services for other people. And so the dilemma that I was having is kind of like, should I roll up this sort of business into TMM or do I need to keep this as something separate? And then if I keep it as something separate, what am I going to call it? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, what am I going to call it? And so for now, I think I'm going to have it as TMM Productions, even as a business, because even though TMM is a ministry, the manifestation movement is based upon the scripture that says that all of creation is waiting for the manifestation or the revealing of the sons of God. I do believe that we can also be revealed through our gifts. And that's what I believe I've been hearing in this season is that we can also be revealed through our gifts. And so, yes, this is like a ministry and this is a business, but I don't see, I don't feel as much conflict. I have more peace about it. And so I'm going to continue to pray about it. But for now, because I needed that portfolio, (laughs) I had to roll it up into my current website, which is on the manifestationmovement.org. And I had to make a, a section for, you know, TMM productions, photography, videography, cinema, and uh, music, right? Those will probably be the four things that we do. And lo and behold, they selected me. But one of the reasons why they did select me wasn't just because my portfolio was so great. As a matter of fact, I need to actually go back and edit some more of those pictures. But the other prospect that they had, for whatever reason, was not able to produce a portfolio. And so that's another tip as to how to walk in your purpose is that we've got to be in position. I could just feel it in this season that in this particular season, you know, I've got to be in position because these these opportunities are coming faster than I'm able to accommodate them. Right. And so I had to get that portfolio together. But what really gave me real peace about the whole thing, period, and just the peace that I'm moving in this space out of obedience is this. So last week, last Saturday, I went to a gala, Vision Impact Gala. Um, They were celebrating eight years as a ministry. And 
I asked them earlier that day, I was like, hey, can I shoot some pictures for y'all because I need to add some stuff to my portfolio and I got a lot of portraits, but I don't have a lot of event photography and they're having an event. And so they said, sure. And so I go there, I shoot the event, the pictures turn out really nice, right? I'm very optimistic about it. Um, and then so later on that week, a few days later, I get the call back from Faith Assembly of Christ. They're telling me that they want me to shoot it. And so I say, well, hey, what's the location? And he sends me the flyer. I look on the flyer. The location of the event that they had was the exact same location that I was at the week prior. And I know that's not coincidence. I live in the Washington, D.C. area. This is a tourist city. There are a gazillion hotels. And I knew what it what that was in that season or in that moment, rather, is that God had given me a test run. It was like a test room all the way, a test run all the way down to the T. The only difference was that one was on the penthouse level and one was on the lobby. Like they both were in conference rooms, but they were on different levels. But the address was the exact same 7777 Baltimore Avenue, College Park, Maryland. And so I was like, wow, God, you literally gave me a practice run. I'm familiar with this place. I know where to go. I know where to park. I don't have a lot of kinks to work out. It's going to be just do the same thing you did the week prior. But more important than that, it was just like it gave me this peace that I am on schedule and that I am in the right place. And that's the other thing I will say is that God will give you confirmation along the ride. You know, sometimes we can get in these spaces and we can feel like it don't make sense. We can feel like maybe I'm maybe I haven't heard them right. Maybe I'm 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 leaning to my own understanding, right? But every now and then God will give you another another breadcrumb. See, he doesn't he he he's not gonna give you too many breadcrumbs because then it'll take away your faith. Right. It's like you're not you don't need faith if he's holding your hand the whole time. But it's like when they were on the boat. You got a storm where they're on the boat. Jesus is with them. A storm comes. Jesus is asleep. Now, I said this before. I say it again. If this storm was the way that the disciples were were making it out to be, one of two things were happening. Either Jesus was a hard sleeper. You know what I mean? That's what the, that's what the church. That's what all the pastors say. They say Jesus was a man just like us. He ate. He slept. You know, he got tired. He all this. Jesus, either he was a hard sleeper and that storm was was sounding like uh, some ASMR. I don't know if any of y'all ever put on the um, like the uh, ambient music, the, the thunderstorm music. And it's supposed to help you sleep better. Maybe Jesus just like thunderstorm music. To sleep. But I believe that Jesus would sleep on purpose because he wanted to see how the disciples would react. In that moment, he trained them to run to him. They, they had to go to him. They had to wake him up. And then they had to hear him say, peace be still. And they said, what manner of man is this? That even the wind and the storms obey him. 
So God is going to be silent on purpose sometimes is what I'm trying to say. He's going to do things intentionally just so that you have to run to him. You have to call on him and you have to discover his power. We got to discover his power. I'm really inspired by other humans. It's just not. I think y'all know if y'all know me long enough. Sometimes uh, I feel like I'm him. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things where I don't feel like I'm him at all. But some of the things I tend to be good at, I kind of have that mentality. Um, So it's very rare that I get inspired by other people. But one of the people that has inspired me is Brother Rashid Tillis down there in Houston. Um, I believe he fellowships with Omega Ministries, Gary Price uh, Ministry. But I have watched Brother Rashid. I have watched his business grow astronomically. I mean, I seen him. It was like one day I just saw him with a camera and then the next day he was just like this. He He's like the man to go to for branding for business down in Houston. Matter of fact, if you're in Houston, you need to you need to get up with uh, right time solutions. You know what I mean? You need to do it. And it's like. Just witnessing this man, witnessing the behind the scenes, I'm telling y'all, I'm very, it, it takes a lot to impress me. It takes a lot to inspire me. But, I mean, if you just look at the material that this man is putting out, you know what I mean? You look at the behind the scenes um, that he's doing and all of that and just, I mean, this is just one example. To me, this, this ain't even, let me find some of his real, you know what I'm saying, like, like he has a signature look. You know what I mean? Just a signature look. And so witnessing that was flat out amazing because it's just like watching, really is watching him, but it's watching the Lord. You know what I mean? Like, like watching the Lord. I mean, just the product, you know what I mean? Just the product and watching the Lord bless the work of his hands. And so it's an amazing thing to watch. And as I kind of see that, I'm watching it in amazement. I may admit that sometimes there's a part of me, even though I said I feel like I'm him in a lot of spaces, um, this foreign spaces, like the space of being an entrepreneur or a business owner, I will admit it feels intimidating. Not that I don't have the ability to do it, but there's like, there's like something about it that just feels <laughs> a little bit um, like overwhelming, a little bit of pressure because I know I got that good cushy government job. And so it's like I do my work, I get my paycheck, but I've never had or I've rarely had a job where it's like direct to client, you know, like I'm producing this for the client and it has to be satisfactory. You know what I mean? Not even satisfactory, but it has to be excellent for the client and th- and there's something about that it just feels very um <clears throat> adult <laughs> you know what I mean like I'm dang near 40 but um I feel very mature in some spaces but there are a lot of spaces where I do honestly feel like I'm arrested in my development some of that being my maturity sometimes you know what I mean and I feel like there's a certain maturity that comes with the 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 business owner there's a certain work ethic 
that I think I have, but maybe I don't know if I have it. You get what I'm saying? Because cause I guess what I'm saying is maybe I haven't been demanded and pushed enough in these areas. And there's like this this thought in my mind that's saying like, and not to say that I'm trying to be Rashid or I'm comparing myself to him, but I'm just looking at what he's doing and I am admiring it. But it's saying like, man, can you really, you? it's like something in me feel like maybe I can't get to that level. But then I have to say, well, why not? Like, why not? You know what I mean? I know the equipment he uses. I know I know what he's using. You know, and it's, it's not to disparage what he's doing because what he's doing takes tremendous skill, right? It's not even the technical stuff. You got to pose people. You got to compose folks. You got to, you, when you really get the operation running, you got makeup folks. You might have wardrobe. I mean, this man is, is he shot for Magic Johnson. Look at this, him and Magic. I'm saying like, Right time solutions, you know what I'm saying? Just Magic Johnson, you know what I'm saying? So he's getting magic money. And as I'm really thinking about this, I'm like, you know, I do this. I do it. It's kind of fun. But will I ever get the magic money? Do do I want magic money? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, so he's motivated. He has, a, you know, a wife and kids. You know, he got kids that's in the college and stuff like that. Me, it's just me. And I think that's one of the reasons why um, <clears throat> I've never had that real urgency. You know, like I never sought out to just have a million. You know what I mean? Like it'd be nice, but I never just woke up one day like, like boom, I need a million dollars. To me, it was always like, I get the bag that I get. I like the bag that I get. And I'm cool with the bag that I get. I thank God for the bag that I get, but I'm not, I'm not pushing it. <laughs> You know what I mean? I always say, if you want a million dollar, uh, if you want a million dollar body, you gotta have a million dollar effort. Me personally, I'm good. I got think right now. I got about a fifty dollar body. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm good with my fifty dollar body. I put a fifty dollar worth of effort. I got my little fifty dollar body. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes the Lord wants to move us into greatness. See, see, we always think a part of a laid down life is sacrifice and it is sacrifice. Don't get me wrong. It's absolutely sacrifice. But I guess what I'm trying to say, sometimes we think that that's like a lowly thing or it's always not going to feel good. But sometimes living a laid down life means that God is going to actually uh, push you into things that are better for you and that do feel good once you do them. You know, it might not feel, the process might not always feel good. It might be intimidating. But what I'm trying to say is like, God can move us into greatness even if we don't want greatness. And sometimes I do feel like there's, sometimes I wonder if I even sabotage myself because I feel like there's something in me that that doesn't want to be great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I, I kind of like being low key. So I like being low key. But let me tell you what I don't like. I don't like. How can I say this? I don't like. Not being low key and also not being high key. I don't like that in the middle area where, say, for example, the music, (laughs) 
I don't like the feeling of being a struggling artist. Now, I'm not necessarily, uh, I don't have any goals. Once again, I'm dang near 40. I don't even know how long I'm going to be rapping. I'll do it as long as the Lord wants me to. But, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be doing that forever. But I guess what I'm saying is the Lord kind of moved me into this space. It's the same thing with the YouTube channel. The Lord kind of moved me into this space where I can have success or failure. And that's cool if it's something that I set out to do. Because usually if I set out to do it, it's going to be something that I probably already know I'm good at and I'm probably going to be successful. But these foreign areas, like when the Lord gave me music, that was foreign to me. It was foreign. And so I had to learn that space and I had to deal with the prospect of success or failure. Now, success in the kingdom of God is simply based on your obedience to God. We don't look at results the way to God. As a matter of fact, God told the prophet Isaiah, I think it was Isaiah. He's, Isaiah asked him, how long do you want me to preach? He said, preach until their ears become fat and they don't want to hear you anymore. Now, if you're asking a, 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 a carnal mind, you know, when I should start preaching. Oh, you should you should preach until you convert everybody and until everybody appreciates everything that you said and you begin to see things turn around. God basically told him, I'm going to send you to do this and they're not even going to listen to you. So it's going to feel like failure because they're ignoring you. They're not listening to you. But you're doing exactly what it is that I asked you to do. So in this in the kingdom of God, in our kingdom, as kingdom citizens, our success is simply obedience to God. But that being said, <laughs> just just to be honest with you, it's like. Um, there is something, even if you're doing it for God, it's like, am I doing it for God the right way? Am I am I promoting it like I should? Am I you know, did I miss something is all of these different type of things. And so I never have um, any reservation about the music because I know that God called me to it. And because he called me to it, I have a lot of confidence about it. But, you know, that being said, I'm still in this weird space of like, oh, you know, like what type of numbers am I getting on this video? Uh, am I trash? You know what I mean? Like, like I listen to some of my old stuff. I hate there's this phenomena of just hating your old stuff, hating your old music. Some of my old stuff I just don't like. I'm like, oh, I should have did this better. I should have had this microphone. I should have did this. I shouldn't have rushed. I shouldn't have tried to put 15, 15 songs on one project. You know, like all of these different type of things in hindsight. And so basically it's growing pains. And growing pains are cool. But it's different when you're in the spotlight and it's like people are witnessing your 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 so-called success or failure, like they're witnessing your growth. And so you become a spectacle. I don't feel sorry for celebrities because that's the lifestyle they chose and they got to pay their taxes just like everybody else. They just pay different type of taxes than us. Our taxes are real taxes. Their taxes are I can't go to the grocery store without somebody wanting to autograph. 
or I can't ignore somebody's photo request when I just took a thousand and that one person get online and say I'm a jerk and they recorded me ignoring them or something like that. So they pay taxes too. But I will say that, you know, I can kind of, not that I'm anywhere near a celebrity, <laughs> but I can only imagine what they go through mentally, some of them, um, what they go through mentally just simply being a spectacle. And this is why we as believers, whether you are into some space where you're being seen or whether you're just into a space where you are uh, working on a project and people are maybe witnessing you grow from the outside looking in, we have to be intentional about the Lord being our inspiration and the Lord being our source. Because when he's our source, that's that's when we will prosper. Right. But if we start to try to do it in our own strength and you kind of can feel when you're doing that, like, oh, man, it's like I ain't, I ain't put this type of, you know, I ain't put this type of work into it before. And then you start to do it in your own strength and you notice that the product is not as good because it really wasn't you in the first place. It was the Lord. And so I just want to come on here, family, and just kind of talk about some of the things I've learned over the years about opening gifts and discovering your purpose, the ways that God speaks to you, the things that we have to go through, um, the process, you know, just, just on that spectacle thing. It's like the, the feeling of not being at the destination yet going over the hurdles and the speed bumps and the potholes and, having to stop and fill up for gas, all of that type of stuff. It's different. It's a different type of feeling. It's a different type of mentality. But if we continue to lean on the Lord, we'll be good. And you'll appreciate those things as you as you go. Even though I say it's some songs that like I don't really like to listen to them as much and all of that. Every now and then them same songs, I'll listen to them and I'll like I'll be at that space where I'll be like, like, man, I understand why, like, this song was lit. <laughs> like, why I thought it was lit, why it is lit. Like, I begin to appreciate everything good about it. You know what I mean? So it's like a real, real psychological thing. It's a psychological thing watching yourself on YouTube. It's a psychological thing looking at view counts, all of this type of stuff, viewership. So I just wanted to kind of go in here, family, just talk about recognizing which season you're in. Um, recognizing when you're when you are uh, growing, you know what I mean? I really do sense and like I said, it might change, but I sense that, um, you know, the Lord is going to move TMM into way more of a media space and even a business space, which I was not expecting, you know, so I might branch that off. But what I definitely know is that he's kind of moving full steam ahead with this whole photography videography deal and it's new to me but I have to trust in God I have to not self-sabotage and I have to be submitted to his process so those are some things you know maybe I'll watch this and make a blog something a little more comprehensive but I just wanted to kind of 
get these thoughts out about some of the things I've learned over the years, the fasting, the prophesying, the being around other saints, the, you know, uh, recognizing, being obedient, having an open mind. Because I was talking, well, let me back that up. I don't like oh, I don't like the idea of open-mindedness because an open mind means you can put anything in it. Having an abstract mind that's not confined and boxed in, you know, because the sooner that we get on board with division, the better off we'll be. You know, um, my first album. I, I did like that album and I did appreciate a lot about it, you know, but um, I feel like because I saw it as a new thing and because I was I, like, I was sure about it, but I was like kind of still learning and maybe not super sure about it. I kind of allowed for more mistakes, if that makes sense. But in hindsight, you know, if I had known or if I had had faith that like God is definitely having you to do this, it's definitely going to be something. And I was optimistic. Don't get me wrong. I didn't think it was going to be like, like trash, but you know, I would have even been more intentional about like, like, let's go, let's, let's put all the chips in. That's what I'm saying. Let me, I'm playing poker. Let me put all my whole deck, all my chips. I'm putting it all on the line. Because I know I heard God. This is what he wants me to do. So if I got to hit up, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of, a, you know, I don't know any any decent. If I got to hit up, you know, Ja'Kalen Carr to sing on this hook and she charging me $5,000, I'm going to do it because, you know what I'm saying, like, I have faith that this is. But when I was doing it before, it's kind of like, you know, I think the Lord is having me do this thing. I just need somebody that can sing. I'm investing it, but I ain't going to sell the farm. You know what I mean? That type of stuff. And so then when you start to get the ball rolling, then you look at the old stuff or listen to the old stuff. Then it's kind of like, oh, I should have sold the farm. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I should have got like a professional singer, professional, uh, you know, uh, studio, that type of stuff. And all of that comes with faith. Right. All of that comes with faith. If you had the faith, then you'll walk in it like you have faith. Faith has a certain type of walk. Faith has a confident walk. Faith doesn't have an apprehensive walk. You know, faith doesn't have a, a nervous walk. Faith doesn't have an anxious walk. Faith has an intentional walk. So the things that God are calling you into, do it with intentionality. And in the in the ironic thing about that is, as you do it with intentionality, the intentionality that you put in it is going to make for a better product. And then that whatever that product, that assignment or that gifting is, it's going to be better overall because you chose to walk in faith. So, you know, family it's uh, yeah, since Tatiana say, I know exactly what season I'm in. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, sister. Um, it's a it's a it's a good feeling to know which season you're in when we don't know what season we're in um it's like being today it was humid outside it was like 90 80 something 90 degrees but it was humid if i went out there with a winter coat on you know i'm in i'm not prepared for the season so we got to know the season we're in 
so we can prepare accordingly. I see a few comments here, and then I'm going to take these comments, and we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. God bless everybody joining in. I see Sister Roxanne, Carol, New Beginnings, praise the Lord. Valley of Dry Bones. Mm. I'm going to meditate on that. I see Sister Irene on here, praise the Lord, living out scripture. She says, this is a comment from earlier, fasting burns away the overcast concerning clarity. All that is good right there because there's a certain fog. There's a certain fog. There's a certain haze that uh, we can be in. It's kind of like a wilderness. It's like a wilderness phase that we can feel like we're in. And I've been there and I don't even feel like I'm all the way out of it, to be honest with you. I feel like I'm kind of coming out of the fog a little bit. Um, So but yeah, fasting gives you that clarity. Sister Cameron says, sounds like when you said a long time ago, it's good to know Jesus, and it truly is. Absolutely. Praise the Lord. Sister Marcia says, but you already have a standard of excellence, Brother Greg. This is just a huge leap of faith for you. You can do it. Praise the Lord, sister. I appreciate that. You know, it's, uh, yeah, like I said, I just don't know if I've been battle tested. And I've done little gigs here and there and you know, here and there, but it's kind of like, like, oh, you want me to open an LLC? You like, you want me to like make business cards and advertise and actually seek clients and that type of stuff. So, like I said, I'm dang near forty. It's time for me to grow up. God bless you, Sister Olu. Praise the Lord. Marsha says, I had a desire to share your music this morning on my Insta stories to showcase your talents and growth. I actually like the old stuff. I like the old stuff, too. I mean, like the old stuff wasn't trash in the sense of like it was to me. It's just some stuff that I could have done better. That's all, Um, you know, like ad libs uh, on certain songs where I wasn't really that good at ad libs or, you know, um, really taking a time to get it right because. The mistake I made with the first two or three projects was I came out with a release date and for a couple of songs, I was bumping up against the release date. And so what I do now is I don't I'm no longer giving myself a release date until it's like I know I'm in a certain type of rhythm where I'm going to meet that release date comfortably. If I don't meet it comfortably, that means I'm going to be rushing. That means that something is not going to get vetted um, the way that, that that it needs to be vetted. Because when you're making music and also video, I'll do a separate discussion one day about, you know, like this whole Christian rap stuff. But you got to do what I call 70% all your music. In other words, what that means is however good you think it is, just chop off like 30%. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because... The way our our ears and mind work, when we when something becomes familiar to us, we receive it easier. And so you wrote your song, you've been recording your song, your song is very familiar to you. And you know your song from the from the beginning to the ending and from the ending to the beginning. The listeners, they only hear your song when they hear it. So if it's not pleasing to them upon the first hearing more likely than not they're not going to give it another chance at least not at my level now if you're on the radio you know like i remember back in the day i used to be like oh, i don't like Nicki minaj and then somehow i know all the words to her song it's because the radio will force feed her song to me 
you know, like nonstop or I go to the club and I hear it nonstop and now I know it and my ear has been conditioned to receive it. And because my ear is now receiving it, it becomes this thing where, you know, um, it's, it's almost force fed to me and I like it. But when you're a struggling artist like Brother Greg, then people don't give you that type of uh, grace. You don't have that type of machine behind you to push you. So you get basically one listen. <laughs> you know what I mean? You get one shot. And you know how amazing certain parts of your song is. Oh, the middle of the song, this is where this happened, this is where that happened. You get one shot and you get about 15 seconds because the saturation of media, the saturation of uh, availability of content that people can listen to, when people spend their time, they're literally spending time now. They they literally have about, I mean, unlimited unlimited amount of other things they can be listening to or watching or whatever. So you get one shot and you get 15 seconds. So you got to like chop off, have a good you think your song is, you got to like chop it off. Just be like, nah, it ain't that. And it almost becomes impossible for you to listen to it with a sober mind because you you're already on board with it so this is why you have to have other people you got to send your song off to some real people that'll say oh this is hot oh this is trash and get their feedback to really understand like like is this song really it or not and then the other handicap i kind of have a little bit is although i make my own songs really the songs that i make are inspired by the lord so it's like I don't even have the leeway, and, I, and let me be clear, I'm, I'm very happy with the content the Lord gives me, but um, I basically am restricted to the songs that the Lord gives me, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not to say they aren't good, but it's like I got to make those into the fullness of what he's assigning that to be. So it's a whole bunch of stuff that gets into it, but I appreciate that encouragement, Sister Marsha. It goes a long way. Sister Tatiana says, I know exactly what season I'm in. From a business standpoint, you got to invest in your dream in order to grow in success. That's a great way to put it. You got to be willing to invest in your dream. If, 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 if you are not willing to invest in yourself, why would anybody else? You know what I mean? It, think about it. Like if somebody see you and they see you not even signed off on what you are doing, then that's not going to give them the confidence to deal with you. I mean, this is anything. This is the workplace. This is dating. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like if that woman doesn't sense that you're confident and that you, you have something to be confident about, then she's not going to bold any confidence in you. So, you know, that go, that's you right. You got to invest in your dream. Marsha says, I think when we venture out, we have a tendency to play it safe because we know safe. Yeah, I agree. Roxanne says, good session, Brother Greg. May God continue to bless your ministry in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord, sister. I received that. Man, God is so good. I thank y'all for hanging out with me a little bit. I just appreciate everything. Um, just glad to see the Lord working in, in our lives. Once again, as always, if anybody needs prayer, if anybody needs anything, the contact information is always in the description box below. Um, but yeah, let's just pray one for another. Folks are going through some things. 
busy season. Folks are outside. I ain't ever had this much stuff on my calendar in the last couple months, but that's not a bad thing. So listen, family, I appreciate it. Thank y'all as always. That's all I have in this solid talk. You all take care and be blessed. It's a solid talk. Speaking out loud and Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check. In front beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. I keep it solid, I'm dropping knowledge. Wisdom understanding, just like you done went to college. Devil know we working, his goal is to try to stop it. Helmet of salvation and shield of faith that'll block it. Controversial topics, just to keep it honest. Truth hit hard, just like it's a blunt object culture living godless i can't even call it we in the last days babylon is falling don't kill the messenger i can't mess with your points got a plethora this life will keep on testing you just walk and get the best of you i'm trying to tell you bruh only around the shell we say we're trying to get the rest speaking of you. out loud in depth cancel culture can't keep me in check in from beginning gotta tell us what's next true believers they can come and connect call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect Spiritual wickedness in high places Trying to cause division with the people and the races Jesus gave commission, say go out to all the nations So we streaming live on television and the stations No, we taking off like asteroids up in the spaces The cross was Eddie Murphy, then I grow we trading places The lost must understand that we cannot be void of graces So we preach it to a generation that is faithless Understand his greatness, ancient of the ages Written on my heart, the red letters of the pages the blood of jesus covers all my sin and it erases i pleaded and believe it so it covers all my bases speaking out loud in depth cancel culture can't keep me in check in from beginning gotta tell us what's next true believers they can come and connect call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect try and keep my sanity amongst calamity social media nothing more than narcissistic vanity pc culture on a mission and they try to cancel me but i know jesus going to keep me covered like a canopy blood give me amnesty no i can't handle me not where i want to be but best believe i plan to be flesh wrestle against the spirit main event and slambery so i need them every day to daily weekly annually iron sharp as iron so i'm strengthened by my brethren we may not meet down here but guaranteed the link in heaven the born again and righteous are the ones he's gonna let in let's keep the faith and be amongst the saints when they step in